Hello and welcome to episode 76 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. We are a part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. As always, I'm your host, Byron Reed, and alongside me is my co-host, Ken Russi. Another week, another episode, man. Good to have you back. What's up? Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Glad to see that my lifetime membership has not been banned. <laughs> no, always welcome to be a part of the show. Much appreciated, my dude. Thank you so much for coming back. Mm-hmm. As always. As always. You're welcome. As always, man. As always. <laughs> speaking about, speaking of as always, have you always heard for some reason that you're never learning anything playing the video games or, you know, anything like that? Well, no. guess what? <laughs> you said no? No. Because <laughs> my parents, my, my parents, my dad used to tell me all the time, you know, you're not you're not learning anything playing video games. They're a waste of time, blah, 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 all the, all the other stuff. Well, guess what, parents? I shook my fist at you because <laughs> you can, in fact, learn things from video games. And today we're going to talk about some of that. Segue into the into the show. <laughs> wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst either. Yeah, that's what matters. So yeah, I think most of us who play video games on a somewhat regular basis, even semi-regular, you know, can say that there are times where games can teach you things, or or get even get you interested in things you didn't you didn't think you'd be interested in before mm-hmm. and as i know for me growing up i had a bunch of uh, computer games and you know you had your little like uh like the, the little, what are they like like brain space or the math ones or whatever i don't know i don't know if you remember, remember i don't know if you played any of it as a kid but they had like the, like math space or like scholastic brain sort of games um I never had a computer when I was younger, so I never really okay. played any of those. I got you. Okay. Okay. Games. I, I mean, you, you know, there, there's always Oregon Trail teaches you about <laughs> dysentery. Yeah. But I mean, as far as a family, I I never had one, uh, and they they weren't into like the edutainment sort of video games that were popular around that time. That's true. Yeah, I guess you're right. Because I mean, when I was growing up, those were kind of a big deal because they were mm-hmm. trying to get kids to learn while playing video games. Right. Or, you know, because Mortal so. Kombat was evil, we should use these game <laughs> yeah. powers to teach. Yeah. So that was the whole thing behind it. So I played a bunch of those games growing up, as well as you know, uh, I had a game about asthma at one point too because I have asthma. And it was kind of, it was kind of nice getting all that information in video game form. Right. And then you know, as you get older, you branch out into other games. And I'm, I'm really, I really enjoy uh, World War II history in particular. So the Call of Duty games always really got me. They got me interested in World War II. 
and I, you know, picked up on a bunch of things from the games just based off of, you know, what they were having us do within within the games, obviously. Yeah. What about you, man? I mean, I I kind of um, already said it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and the, my family, you know, wasn't really into it, so I never really played. Uh, probably the most um, edutainment game that I played was Mario is Missing. Okay. Um, or even Mario's Time Machine. <laughs> uh, because those were kind of like... Carmen San Diego, but with Mario. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you played as Luigi, and you had to like go around to places and like find, talk to people, get information, you know, to find out where you're supposed to go to next and all that good yeah. stuff. Um, I can say now, though, I remember none of the information. From those games. <laughs> right. <laughs> so your parents may have been right there. <laughs> Maybe. Um, well, no, I mean, the main thing with uh, with education is that in order to remember it, it really takes, um, for lack of a better word, repetition. Yeah. And so if you talk about a subject once, like, who's going to remember that? You right. know, it's going to get stored in your long-term database of your brain, and you're not even going to remember it. So, really, in order for these games to work, like, you have to play them all the time. And the information has to be shouted at you basically all the time. Right, yeah, correct. You know, for you to uh, remember that. I mean, that's not always the case. But for the most part, if if your brain doesn't register, like if you don't go, oh, like, uh, you know, this this happened or or this is important, it's gonna store it in in your long term, and you're like barely even gonna remember it. Mm-hmm. That that that's true. That's true. Yeah, definitely. I have to agree with you, uh, for sure. Just because I mean, like you said, it's like you said, you kind of have to do things in repetition. No time to actually stick in your head and whatnot. Um, I think even even so, you know, going going back to you know the World War II games or even you know the Assassin's Creed games because I love history in general. So I'm gonna hit the mic there. I love history in general. So yeah. So, so you know, playing those kinds of games and cut you off. Sorry, you're playing fine. those kinds of games sort of help me you know, learn a little bit more about the different things that are going on. Even if I read it one time, you know, I'm not going to say that I remember it right away or even the next day. But I think for me in the moment, learning that information and having it there to access is, is important. Right. And, uh, I mean, I did say that... Um basically that you can't learn from games but i don't i don't believe that's true (laughs) (laughs) you know so uh i'm i'm kind of jesting when i say that because there you can learn a lot from games i think and i think it's a great medium because you are more engaged 
with it. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. You know, like if if they taught you um, school in a video game form, I think people would learn more because they'd be more engaged. You know, they their brains would be more active. Uh, they'd be controlling stuff, as opposed to uh, not. You know, I mean, in a classroom, you're just kind of sitting there, supposed to be paying attention to what the teacher's saying or teaching, and most kids just remember shit from doing the work at home. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was gonna. I was just gonna say. You know, schools are very, for the most part, and depending on what it is, of course, it's a passive experience. You know, most of the time, like you said, you're sitting in class, uh, listening, listening to what teacher is saying, taking notes, and then you go home, and you study those notes, take the test, and that's it. Yeah. Wash, rinse, repeat. There are times where you're doing stuff. If the teacher will get you active, like math, for instance, teacher will say, "Hey, go to the board, solve the problem." All right, cool. You go up there. Then your brain's a little more engaged because you're thinking about the process and all that stuff. Yeah. But I think more of that. Or your brain could that, be disengaged depending on how of an outgoing person you are. Or that too, Introvert, yeah. Introvert, sure. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Because if you're more of an outrovert, you may like hate that going up into – I'm an introvert, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> an introvert, you know – uh, you may hate that going up and having to solve a math equation. It's me. Yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. I did it, but I didn't like it. But, I mean, if if you're playing, like, a video game, solving the math equation, you know, you have to shoot the right numbered zombie. <laughs> yeah, right, or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Typing of the dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I, go ahead. Well, I was going to ask if you had sp- specific examples. Did uh, you want me to bring up examples? Like, oh, yeah, if you have any. Well, I wasn't sure um, because we have notes, people. Um, if, <laughs> if we wanted to move on to the, the next thing or um, if if we stay with this. Right. So remember the whole introvert extrovert thing you just said <laughs> mm-hmm. put me on the spot I don't like it <laughs> yeah. I did break it up <laughs> put me on the spot I don't like it that's, um that's just we, the way it is <laughs> of course of course man no we're, we're good though we, we can move on to the next uh, next thing I'm cool with that right oh because I wanted to bring up <clears throat> it's a recent game that came out okay that kind of taught me a lot and it's uh, it's called Valiant Hearts. Oh man, I've been meaning to play that for the longest time. I'm gonna play that soon. Yeah. So uh, I enjoyed it. I never beat it, uh, unfortunately. Gotcha. I feel like I should say. Uh, I think other games came out while I was playing it, <laughs> and I just have never gone back. Um, but I enjoyed it quite a bit, and it, it it's very. Um, tear-jerking as far as the game goes, for lack of a better word. Um, It was very sad. And it's about World War I. That's what it's about. Okay. I've been meaning to play it for a while. Like I said, you haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, it takes place during World War I. And there's a lot of facts and information about World War I 
in its database and some of the stuff that you're going through uh, during the game like it's saying this is what happened and uh, so it taught me a lot about World War One. and one thing that always sticks with me is that this was the year um, that the uh, I believe it was the Germans they started using bleach bombs mm. and uh, dirty bombs, as they call them. And w one of the things that uh, people did to survive these uh, bleach bombs is that they would have rags soaked in urine Ugh. because it would prevent the bleach from getting into their lungs. Yeah. And it's like, I can't even imagine that. You know, either... Uh, die a horrible death from bleach burning the inside of your lungs or live by breathing in urine soaked rats. Yeah, right. Like, that's, that's just so awful. I think that's why it stuck with me so much. Um, but this is one of the things that, you know, it's it's history. This happened. And this is, the game is sharing that. It brings that to light. Like that's one of the the things that I remember most. But there there was other stuff like uh, places that were bombed. Like there's a zeppelin that they talked about that was used during the war. Uh, so there's lots of lots of information about World War One uh, in this game, and you really should pick it up, man. Yeah, I I have it's it so downloaded, good. and uh, I'm planning on playing it soon. He's I'm planning gonna on stream streaming it. Honestly. it. Yeah, I'm planning on streaming it, honestly, because I've been meaning to do it for a while. All right. So, so quick digress. Yeah. Here's a bet. Which happens first? Mm -hmm. This episode goes live, or you play this game on a stream? <laughs> uh, probably, probably the episode going live, because I'm playing through Andromeda right now. That's a long game. <laughs> you know you always got to break it up. Yeah. I've seen you playing sports games in between. Well, yeah, that's because I beat the game, and then I go variety for a bit. But yeah, so that'll probably be the next story game that I play. Believe Valiant Hearts. There, I mean, there's not so much story it. in it, man. There's hmm. more. There's more history in it. Like, there's not really story. Like, there's not characters that chat with each other. It's kind of weird. Okay. It's very weird. It's not like it's not like oxen free. No. So you're telling me. Yeah, it's not oxen free at all. Gotcha. Okay. There's Man, another game that popped into my head though before that. And it's kind of cell shaded like this game. Hmm. Oh, Child of Light. It's not yeah. like it's not like Child, Child of, Light. of Light at all. Okay. Although it does have a similar control scheme kind of. Hmm. I mean you're not floating up in the air and going around, okay? Right. <laughs> Get that out of your head. But wanna float. Yeah, but it's it has a very similar. I think the same team made it. Okay. The uh, made the Valiant Hearts. Okay, got you. But yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out for sure. Right, sounds good. So, uh, how about you though? Do you have an example of a game that educated you? Well, yeah. I mean, going through. I remember playing. Uh, Again, the World War II games really come to mind. A lot of the Call of Duty, Medal of Honors, those sorts of deals. Mm -hmm. It's because those kind of really got me into World War II in general. 
as a kid. So, you know, playing through that first level in Medal of Honor Rising Sun, you get you get the little cutscene talking about the history of Pearl Harbor and the attack on it, and they give you the date of December seventh, nineteen forty one, and then you know you learn you you see all the things about the the, the ships the ships you know being hit and all that stuff so all that uh, world war ii history mm. comes to mind as far as things that things that i could uh give examples you know the bridge over the river Kauai, uh you know that sort of that sort of thing i yeah uh, it, it's one of those things where it, it um it really uh puts it into perspective how uh, how impactful the wars could be not only to just one area of the world but to the entire country in general because the U.S. wasn't even involved in World War, in World War II until the attack happened. Yeah. So, you know, if that attack hadn't happened, you know, we probably wouldn't have got involved. Probably not, but at some point you would think that with everything else going on, uh, the yeah. country would have decided to get get themselves involved with it, because I mean, you know, if if I recall correctly, the whole reason Japan even attacked us was because they were mad because we cut off their oil or something like that. I can't remember exactly what was the big cause of it, but it, I think it's something along those lines. Um, I don't think uh, that was the reason why. <laughs> It might be it's yeah some some it's something along those lines. I could be wrong, but like I said, I feel like it it that sounds right. Right. I thought it was a warning. Because they because America had troops out there like saying don't don't cross this line. Mm-hmm. Um, if if my knowledge of the past is memorable. Yeah, right. But, you know, uh, to answer the, the question here that, you know, we have in our notes is uh, can games really educate us or do they or do we retain the information? You know, I feel like I feel like it depends on on you as a person. Cause I feel like, you know, some people's memories are quicker than others. Some you have to really, like you said, work your brain and get the repetition and get the reps in to have it actually stick in your brain or if you see it enough then you go yeah okay I got it and I think it all just depends on on the person and how they take in information yeah because some people are like a sponge and they really love learning whereas others really couldn't care less right I mean that again that depends on who's playing. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. Um, because, I mean, the same thing could be said. Some people um, have a high IQ and some people don't. Mm-hmm. You know, some people have a short attention span, some people don't. Yeah. And obviously people that uh, have a short attention span, low IQ, aren't going to get the same value out of educational uh, games or even games that have educational elements in them. Yeah. You know, they're not going to see that or, or have that, and it's not going to stick with them. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I think it can, like you said, if if they're invested, if if they want to be invested, if they mentally can be invested. Yeah, definitely, 100%. Yeah. So that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Short <laughs> one today. <laughs> we solved the mystery of the educational game. We did it. We did it, man. We did it. <laughs> no, but like, I, I mean, I, I really enjoy uh, learning mm-hmm. different things. I'm the, I'm the kind, but I'm, I think I'm a different kind of person when it comes to learning this kind of stuff. It depends what it is for me. Well, you Take, are from Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> Take, for instance, uh, science. I'm not a math guy or, you know, numbers guy by any means. But so when it comes to things, things like science and that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. I'd much rather have someone tell me about it than have me actually do it myself. Okay. To try to learn it. I see. Just because for me, I I don't like math, and I, I never liked how it was taught in school. It wasn't practical enough. Hmm. We'll put it that way. Probably why I didn't like it as much. So once you get into things like algebra, and that's sort the of stuff, I'm like, I don't care what X is. <laughs> I mean, in the real world, stuff like algebra doesn't have much use. Yeah. I mean, I know that there are some uh, places that can, you know, like if you're a general contractor or an architect, right. algebra helps. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the kind of job you're doing. Yeah. But for the most part, algebra, I think, has like 90% no use to anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I, I, I've always <laughs> said... Of, since I left school, I've always said that, you know, I feel like if they taught math a different way, then I think it would be more interesting to more people and you'd get more use out of it. Right. I don't know how you could do it, but I think that it would help. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, there is one kind of education, though, we don't really talk about much when when people bring it up right and uh the games do anyways and that's with your hand-eye coordination yeah that's true because games really help with that yeah hand-eye coordination reflexes that sort of stuff reaction time yeah and uh one of the first times that i can remember was with uh back old Madden 95. <laughs> Man, um, it's a classic. Yeah, because there was a, a training. Like, if you if you went in and played uh, as your own character. Oh, yeah, you got to create your character and you could go to the, the, the little exercises that yeah. would determine your ratings or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one of the first ones I remember was the coach. Oh, he, my he goodness. he go, up, down, Yes. And so you'd have, like, <laughs> yep, and you had to hit the buttons in in correspondence yeah. with what he said yeah. quickly. Yep, yeah, I think I actually got to twenty once before. Ooh, nice! My guy had like the highest <laughs> intelligence rating; like it was ninety nine overall. I was like, that's <laughs> insane. Love it. Yeah, it was. It was. But um, 
you know, stuff like that, like arithmetics. And then, you know, you read stories of uh, a woman got in a car accident. Her hand-eye coordination was terrible. Uh, doctors gave her a Game Boy and Tetris. And it improved her hand-eye coordination like a thousand percent over what it was. Yeah. And so I think that's one aspect of what I would call education in games. Yeah, I'd have to agree. And even, you know, music games too, rhythm games. Mm -hmm. Those can help too. Yeah, exactly. Or if you want to learn to play a guitar, like Rocksmith or something like that. You get a real guitar, plug it into the thing, and you can strum along and it can teach you. Yeah. So uh, 100% I agree with that. Um, And I feel like that kind of gets overlooked uh, because a lot of politicians and maybe people want to be more like our video games school. You know, they look at games as like, are they schooling our kids? And Mm -hmm. maybe that's the wrong way of thinking about it. Yeah, I think that's the wrong way to look at it. Mm -hmm. It should be teaching your kids something or, you know, Helping them improve on a thing. Right. Well, I mean, I've I've looked at other studies too because the opposite is, are they teaching people bad stuff too? Yeah. You know, like Grand Theft Auto, is that teaching uh, people to beat up hookers and and kneecap people and and <laughs> you know go on a, a shooting rampage? And I don't think they are. Yeah. That 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 gets into the whole like, are video games violent discussion? You know what I mean, or you know, can, or can they incite violence or you know whatever? Well, I I think we've covered that before. Yes, we have. But this is more, is it teaching? Like, yeah. Are we being taught? Right. Uh, How to do these things? Yeah. Are we being taught bad stuff? Yeah, because it's not like it's not like the games are telling you, hey, this is how you hold the gun. This is how you do X, Y, Z, you know? Yeah, I mean, I can tell you games have taught me that shooting someone in the head causes more damage than shooting them (laughs) anywhere else. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. Um, So, and and I don't know, movies could have taught me that too, though. But (laughs) Yeah, a lot of media has an effect on that sort of stuff too, right? Yeah. But I mean that 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 would be the question is are games that have no educational value teaching us bad uh, manners, bad uh, stuff right or or you know or you know just so, something in general about the world because I mean there's like the Witcher, okay? Witcher doesn't I don't I don't think Witcher has any sort of educational Edu- traditional educational value whereas it's teaching you something as far as you know a valuable skill you're going to learn in life or whatever but I think that what it does do is it shows you that not everything is black and white not everything is clear as day all the time there's always some sort of uh, shade of gray to the world and I think that's a valuable skill, a valuable lesson to have. 
So that's why most games use shades of gray. <laughs> the color palette. <laughs> and I, I think that's a really good good tool to have in your arsenal too. That way, you know, you're not always looking at things from a clearly this is good and this is bad standpoint. Because while that's very true, you know, like I said, there are those areas where there's questionable things sometimes you have to make the tough decision. Yeah. And and we all have those things you have to deal with in life where sometimes you have to make that tough decision and it's not really clear what the right call is. You're talking about like third and ten at the five yard line. Yeah. <laughs> you're running the ball, you're running the ball, you're passing it. What are you yeah. doing? If you're the Seahawks, you're throwing the football. <laughs> oh, that's terrible, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you all the podcast now. It's me. <laughs> yeah. You're fired. <laughs> yes. I need a new but... host, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you turned it around on me. Yep. <laughs> Sensational. I love it. I love it. Uh, uh, but, but yeah, man, I definitely think that there's a lot of things that can be learned slash well, learned from games that aren't your traditional learning teaching value slash tools right if that makes sense yeah i mean i agree but that i guess it's how you use it it's yeah. the old uh, adjective that guns don't kill people people do yeah, right. You True. know, it's, I guess what you do with that knowledge is what matters. Yeah, knowledge is power. And yeah. what not. Yep. G.I. Joe, or whatever that. Oh, yeah, man. I, I think, uh, unless you got anything else as far as this goes. I mean,. I could probably stretch an extra five minutes if you really wanted me to, but... <laughs> well, I don't know if you want to talk about anything else in particular, though. Maybe not Maybe not, not related to this, but other things that you want to talk about. Um, Any other secondary things? Nothing springs to mind. Okay. Because like I said, I did, want to talk about, I did want to talk about Borderlands 3, but I want to wait. Until we actually get confirmation. Right. Because I know there's been like leaks and teases and stuff, but those I don't care about. I don't care. When they actually announce something and they're like, hey, it's coming. We got a release date or something. It's in the works. Cool. Then I don't care. Yeah. But I'm hyped though. But I'm hyped. Still. I still haven't beaten Borderlands 2. Oh, yeah, that's right. We got to get you through it. Yeah. We got to go back to that. <laughs> I've never even played the pre-sequel because I was like, I'll beat Borderlands 2 and then I'll play the pre-sequel because that's, you know, chronologically, that's when they came out to be right. able. Yeah. I feel that. I don't know, man. I'm thinking about playing the pre-sequel at some point, but I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know, man. But I think we're done, yeah? <laughs> yeah. 
All right, we are out of here. Thank you all so much for tuning in to episode 76 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. Once again, we are a part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. Before we get out of here, though, Ken, round of plugs. Go. So we are available on Twitter. We are at R&R Gaming Pod. That's R-A-N-D-R-G-A-M-I-N-G-P-O-D. We always post as soon as the new episode goes live, so if you want to keep up to date with us, be sure to follow us on the tweeters. Yep, and while you're over there on Twitter following the podcast, you can follow both me and Ken on Twitter. Ken is on Twitter at MacRobo, MacRoboV, that's M-A-C-R-O-B-O-V. I'm on Twitter at B, B Ron, B Ron, one four one seven B underscore Ron, 1417. Also find me on Twitch, same place, same name. Currently going through Mass Effect Andromeda, and we'll see what happens after that. I don't know. I don't know. But where else can they find the podcast, though? So the podcast is available on the iTunes Podcast Store, on the Google Play Music, and on the castbox.fm, as well as the CastBox app for Android or iOS. So whether you're just on your computer at work, uh, want to take us with you on your iPod while you run, or put us on your phone while you're in the car. We are available whenever, however you want, 24-7-365. Get us in your ear holes today. And while you're, while you're doing Only that 49.95. <laughs> and while you're over there doing all the things with the ear holes and whatnot, you can go ahead and leave us a review. It will help us climb the charts to continue our goal of world video game podcast nomination. I feel like I need to put a disclaimer that you should not take cigars and put it in your ear holes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are not, not, not responsible for <laughs> for anything you put in your ear holes. <laughs> yeah, except the podcast. All they put in your holes, guys. It only thing, only and, thing. And we're not responsible if you uh, put the podcast in your ear holes too. That's on you. <laughs> it's been a good one though thank you guys so much for listening we appreciate it as always we really really do without you guys we'd be two guys sitting there talking to ourselves well each other anyway they gotta come back next week though right do me a favor ken tell them why yeah you should come back next week where we are wanted dead or alive and everyone could use a little more r&r
Until next time, this is Three Dog. Oh, you listen to the Galaxy's Radio. Same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs>